Hannibal, the home of heterodox thought. One take. See, I told well you done. I could do it. I told you I could do it. Let us be your guide, the philosophers of freedom. I like it. Yeah. Is that just, if it has come to you, or yeah. have you been? Nice, nice. Um, would you like some Let's Glenn Keith? start as we mean to go on. Glenn Keith. Yeah, I'd never heard of this before. It was uh, Keith. in Waitress. Glenn Keith, yeah. Have you also got Glenn Sound- Barry? <laughs> Sounds like a DJ with the two first names. But um, there you go, try something. It's a, bit, it's a little bit harsh after that. Um, but the more okay. you drink, it's fine. You know, the second or third bottle, you'll be fine. For, for, our, for our listener, it's been days since we drunk that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and certainly not 10 minutes. Your health, sir. Cheers. So, what have you what have you got for us? Oh, right. Yeah, I wanted to jump had, straight in. Uh, yeah, I wanted to jump straight in with a poll. Uh, I don't know if you've seen this YouGov poll on who Britons would hold most responsible if the UK was to suffer a second wave of coronavirus. Is this an, is this another golden ratio poll? Oh, I don't know. Is it? Uh, well, it's public against government. It isn't it's 52 to 31 uh, 52 52 to 1 and, and oh of if, course if you, if you add up the rest i believe it adds up to 48 the so, golden ratio i can't believe you didn't spot that i hadn't even noticed that yeah. 52 to 48 for for our listener that may not realize that this is only since the brexit referendum isn't it 52 to 48 was leave to remain and it keeps cropping up doesn't it 52 to 48. No, it wasn't because of that, although clearly you've seen it and you you spotted that. What I was looking at is the breakdown between the general population and Labour and Conservative voters. Okay? Right. Because I, 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 the, the funny thing about that poll when I saw it was that it's something like 52% believe that the public are responsible. So would, would be responsible if there was a second wave. Yeah, so it's yeah. like the public think... That the public are responsible. I just find it's, it's like you know you know you get these statistics. We can like, talk about this for ages. You get you get things like when when you when people are, are polled about how good a driver they are. You get things like seventy five to eighty percent of the people think they're above average, and you know it's just, yeah, can't can possibly be the case. Um, yeah. So the, yeah, these, and, these and the rest of them, me. they're driving around thinking they're a terrible driver. <laughs> exactly. Ex- I'm not sure ex- what's worse. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Overconfidence or yeah. Exactly. So fifty two percent of the public think that the public would be responsible for a second wave. 31% think that the government would be responsible. 11% think neither. Now, can we just put out this straight away that they haven't polled on the virus being (laughs) at fault here for the second wave of the virus? That this might be inevitable no matter what you do? That, That it that it, its presence in the first place may have been inevitable. I'm I'm putting aside 5G, bats in caves, Wuhan labs and wet markets, okay? But just that viruses might be inevitable. Well, no, but this is specifically about the second wave. So, no, but the second wave might be inevitable. Yeah, that's what I mean. But, you know, aside from the cause of the first wave, this, yes. is, this, is, this is the second wave. Yes. Um, so... They did, I don't know whether that was even an option, but certainly this is this this was I mean, clearly this poll is focused on whether you blame the public or the government, yeah. and then although, you blame neither option. Our friend Dr. Nemitz made the point that he wasn't sure which side Brendan O'Neill would be on <laughs> <laughs> because of, because the public are against the public. So you know maybe he's got maybe he's struggling with that a little bit. That's interesting because when I spoke Genius. In, so our, funny. in our last edition about reviewing the podcast from from back before lockdown, when it was getting bad, but we hadn't gone under lockdown. You made the point, you were saying, well, what, what's... Uh, I, I said about uh, democracy being suspended, because uh, Sadiq Khan, it had just been automatic, that he'll just be in for another year. Local elections have been suspended, everyone just gets to stay on. And you said, well, I wonder what Brendan O'Neill thinks about this, because he goes on about democracy so much. But that's, that's the same point. If the public are for the public being bad... What does that mean? Uh, yeah, Kristen Nemitz did a, did a whole thread on it. Very, very funny. Very clever. Let's talk about the Labour voters. Labour voters, 61% would blame the government. 28%... Not a, not a shock. 28% would blame the public. And 6% neither. Now let's go to Conservative voters. 75% would blame the public. Only... Th- only seven percent blame the government, 
13% neither. So the government is the smallest of those. Yeah, it's only 7% of Conservative voters. What my point is, my point is, we have got Conservative voters to blame for supporting this nonsense. That in a in a huge huge way. That actually surprises me a little. Me bit, too. Because I would have thought that conservative voters were oh, at least at least not all of them. At least half of them would have been actually conservative, and not you know and, and not for all these socialist measures that have been you know like the furlough scheme and the and, and lockdown and well lockdown was right wing in you know, in regulations and telling you what to do. Yeah, I guess they, they, they again, didn't take ownership of everyone's houses. The conservatives aren't traditionally far right. No, you know the, the conservatives are a different beast from right wing. The same way the liberals are different from right but, wing. And, but but this is this is my point, and this is this is now. This is you know four five months in or however however long we are, it, that it's that much of a difference. That I I, I suppose I find it interesting that Labour voters. <laughs> I know 61, you're saying it's not surprising that 61% of them, the the majority of them went for government bad. Okay. I thought more Labour voters hated the people. (laughs) (laughs) No, they don't don't claim to, inside they hate the people. They they will never outwardly portray that they hate the people. That's the difference. 28% of them are willing to say they hate the people more than the government. Mm. But it's it's just the overwhelming. I mean, they probably they probably feel a little bit more relaxed about blaming the people now because they've just lost a general election, so they can you know they they, they can say well okay you know obviously obviously the people are stupid because they voted in Boris, so you know they're, they're probably feeling a little bit more a little bit more confident about their disdain for for the public than the, than they would normally be, you know I think before a general election they they'd they'd be a little bit more hesitant about 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 saying these things but even then you've still got. Only 7% of Conservative voters feel basically betrayed by this government. But as we've said, polls don't take into account that they're only... only, The only people... Trash polls for me. Well, okay, so... There's one thing that polls never take into account, is that that they only ever... There's a certain class of people who, who are dumb enough to take polls, to take part in polls, and polls don't take that into account. Yeah. They're not. They're not average people. They're only. They're only the views of people dumb enough to take part in polls. Is it right? You're going specifically after dumb here. Dumb enough. Yeah, polls don't. Any, any intelligent person will tell you that polls don't really matter. And and and, and anyone who knows anything about polling knows. Right, that. but it's you've all accused about, me. It's all about the questions that you ask. You've accused they don't, me. They don't mean anything at all. You accuse me of not using intelligence correctly as a as a measure. Okay, you're saying that only dumb people will participate in polls. You don't think there are intelligent people taking part in these polls because they feel like it's their duty, it's the right thing to do, that they want their say, they want their say to be heard. These are intelligent people. I reckon the average IQ of the poll taker is lower <laughs> than the average IQ of the country. <laughs> And the average IQ is 100. I mean, think, think, of, think of what the average that, IQ is. I mean, that's terrible, think of, isn't it? Think of how dumb the average person is, and then half of them are dumber than that. <laughs> you know, think of it. You know, these are, these are, not, not, wrong. These are, these are not bright people. Um, yeah, you're not wrong. I yeah. mean, there could be, I guess there could be some intelligent people that think, okay, let's get the polls up so that we, so that we make socialism, for example, trendy, and then people will want to vote for it because they want to be with the in crowd. There could be yeah. people trying to, you know, to use polls do you for, think, for that thing. But do you I think, think as a in left- general, people are just the people who take part in polls, you know, who, who who will happily just give their time to some someone random on the internet or on the phone are not going to be very bright. Do you in the traditional think, sense of the word? Do you think there's a left-right bias to even answering polls? I think more. Classical liberals, libertarians, anarchists, voluntarists are less likely to vote in them. I'm not sure whether there's a left-right thing. Okay, I'm glad you. I'm glad you said it that way. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not of the. And, and people, people of people who've listened before will know that I'm not of the mindset that the right means not left. Which some people are. Some people are. Even people on the, even even some libertarians 
will identify as the right because they don't want to be seen to be in the left because they think it's binary because they think you can you you have to be one or the other unless you're going to be a woolly centrist or a hard centrist <laughs> i mean look the shy tory thing exists uh shy lever clearly existed as well mm. because the polls and shy trump <laughs> you, you can't even say that that's the same as shy tory um because trump to a certain degree transcends the political divide when I mean, he had to he's yeah he's not a classical republican <laughs> a classic republican if that's the right the yeah right no he um he he definitely he, there was there was a, a quite a lot of and again, this is this is. Where I think he tapped into non-voters in the same way that Brexit did. I think. Yeah. One so of this the this is where this is where the similarities do occur in that they were both kind of anti-establishment votes. Yes. To a point. To a point. Anyway. Of course. Of course. Uh, but I I just thought that poll was massively interesting. But I I looked at it and I properly sank and sighed that it was conservative voters that there wasn't a swing against the government in any way shape or that more of them almost. Double of them didn't think that it was either, as opposed to the the, the government, the blaming the government, the, the the lack of blaming their government that they weren't. Because there are, there are vocal parts of Twitter that are now saying, "I can't believe I voted for this this conservative government mm. and all this kind of stuff." Clearly, it's just it's proper tiny. But again, even even though I mean, and I don't although um, having said that, yes, I'm taking into account here. I'm not taking into account here what you're saying about polls, which is that these people probably wouldn't answer those polls. Yeah, um, I there's also a point in that. Let's let's say you're forced with a gun to your head to answer these polls. Um, so the question is, who's to blame? There could be a legitimate argument for saying if it's a state gun at your head, you're not going to say the government. <laughs> let's, let's put that aside. <laughs> Let's put that aside. Um, there's a legitimate argument to be made that there could be, it could be the fault of the government that we have a second wave because they instituted lockdown and people haven't yes. had the opportunity to get herd immunity, yep. to build up their immune systems. That could feasibly contribute to a second wave. Conservative voters don't think that. But that's not, that's not what they... I don't think that's what they meant. But again, this is you see why... It's all about the question, um, more, more, more than the answer. So yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I, I ignore polls. Including I mean, that one. Including that one, yeah. I mean, they're sometimes funny for a laugh. You know, they're sometimes good to, yeah. you know, to wind people up. But um, that's, that's kind of all they're good for. Yeah, yeah. Um, so have you been anywhere and worn a mask? Mm -hmm. Oh, sorry, a face covering. Let's, let's get the legal definition right here, a face covering. I have. Where's that in? Um... So uh, my wife, so my wife bought a handbike, um, uh, which is like uh, yes, like a, a bolt-on attachment, or her particular one is a bolt-on attachment to a wheelchair, um, so you can pedal, you know, with with your arms as opposed to your legs. Because my wife's a wheelchair user, um, you know, she, she can move her legs, but has very little strength. She has brittle bones, so very very little strength anywhere. But she can use a handbike, and this one has a like a motor as well so when she gets tired she can turn the motor and it's got like a servo so it, yeah. it will kind of assist um in you know in whatever you're doing um worst luck in the world the first time she went out on it she came off it and broke her arm in a couple of places and you know her bones are 10 percent of the density of yours or mine yeah um, so it's very very easy to do yeah um so yeah sadly she came off so i had to go to hospital with her um i mean i could, I could you're, you're you're telling our listeners obviously I was, I was, I know, I know, I was you almost did. there. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, you turned up, yeah, two minutes afterwards to, to help us. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, so I had to go to hospital. I had to go and get some painkillers for her from from Boots in the big serpentine green Be Tesco's. Before you get before you get there, wasn't it interesting that I mean, obviously the uh, the the paramedics, the ambulance drivers were were obviously masked up and you know gloved up and everything, but immediately there was a you can't come with us. Well, so, okay, let's, let's spend a few minutes on this. So the first thing was, you can't come with us. Yeah. The second thing was, okay, we can take you with us. But you won't be allowed in. But you won't be allowed in the hospital, and we can't take Julie's wheelchair. Yeah. So, um, and this was, so I'm there, I drove up with my car, I've got, I've got a big estate car, uh, and I, I, I could easily fit in. In fact, you had your bike, 
I couldn't fit your bike, the hand bike attachment, and the wheelchair in my car, so I then called our not, other brother. Not easy. We could have taken the wheels off the chair, which is like the wheels of my yeah. bike, but it was just it was so easier then, to call the I brother then number called three. brother number three, <laughs> and uh, he came, uh, he walked over to ride your bike, ride your bike back, and I did the rest. Right. Um, but I, but yeah, I, I said to you, if that, right, if, if, when it turned into, they will take you with it, but you won't know I was like, you've got to go, because... You know, you've got to be with your wife as long as you possibly can. Sure. Because sure. she's you know, she's going through a traumatic experience at the moment. So, yeah, so so I, I went in the journey and, I, and um, they meant well, these guys. Yeah, they meant well. but um, And I basically followed on to go. You, you, you followed up. on, so you kind of parked outside the front of the hospital. I went around the back in the ambulance and they said, yeah, okay, this is as far as you go. Um, so I you know, kind of said goodbye to my wife. And they said, if, remind me. Prison officers was an exception. They, 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 they made out this is nothing personal. This is the coronavirus rules. Yeah. Prison officers. I can't remember what the other I exception think was. Police officers as well. If you're with like a criminal, you know, you then, then and, and the same. Yes. Yeah. For the same reason, if you're with a criminal, either you're a prison officer with an inmate yeah. or a or a, a policeman with a criminal, that's literally the only exception. But the fact that this is this is my wife. Uh, I'm her. You know, I'm, I'm. You can make an argument that I'm her full time carer. Well, um, we tr- we tried that. We, that we, didn't, we tried that, that didn't fly. You know, we live in the same house, sleep in the same bed. If if one of us has COVID, the other one has it. You <laughs> know, it's 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 crazy. Um, they let me in the in the ambulance without a mask. Obviously, you know, we were out cycling. I'm not going to wear a mask on cycling because that's madness. Um, so <laughs> anyway, we get to we get to the hospital. I, I have to say goodbye to my wife in this, you know, all sh- strapped up in a gurney. And um, and and let's just yeah, remind ourselves when when you go to hospital for any reason. You want to have someone with you. Of course you do. I mean, any anyone wants to have someone with you. Um, we've both been through hospital experiences. That's fairly normal. You know, I broke my leg. You, you, I you, broke your leg. You broke your leg. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> it was an accident. It was playing, playing football and our legs clashed. I was the older brother. You always say, you always say I went for the ball. I think we both went for the ball, and I was just a bit older, so my bones were stronger, and I got a bit of a bruise you on my leg. You kicked me square in the shin. I didn't know it was my shin. My shin clashed with your shin because I remember how I had a bit of a bruise, and your leg snapped. <laughs> anyway, anyway, it it was nicer to have members of my family with me, even while I'm getting the cast on and all this. Sure. You, you don't want to be on your own. You just you just don't. And I, it's not that like I think it's a human right or anything like this, but. It makes so much sense, and from personal experience, I, I don't know anyone that would want to go through being in a hospital for any amount of time on their own, regardless of any of their physical or mental state. Yeah. So anyway, I get there, have to say goodbye to my wife. He's in, he's in a gurney, and and obviously, you know, she knows she's broken. She's, she's broken a hundred bones, or, yep. or more than a hundred bones in her body. She's had like sixty plus major operations. She knows when she's broken her arm. Yeah. Um, but she's obviously worried about how bad the break is and all that kind of stuff. And I have to, I have to wave goodbye. And then she yeah. gets kind of wheeled off by these two complete strangers. Fortunately, they completely screwed up the rules. And then I get a phone call when we're on the way. When you're driving, so I run round because I want to kind of, I, I, I need to try and go. Uh, I want to kind of get back home and sort of get everything sorted. You're not allowed to go through possible. the hospital. You I'm had not, to go had to from run. the. Tradesman's entrance. Yeah, I had to run, literally <laughs> run around with like my rucksack. Because obviously I wasn't allowed to drive around. Yeah, and you're not allowed there either. So I had to run around the hospital, get to the front where you're waiting for me, and then you kind of take me home. And then not even on the way home, you know, I get a phone call from Julia on my mobile saying they've buggered this up, um, they've got the rules wrong, and yes, you are allowed in, and please bring my wheelchair back. Um, so actually what happens is you drop me home, we pick up another wheelchair that doesn't have the bolt, you know, yes. the normal wheelchair, because the wheelchair with the handbike is uh, like an old one and it's got the... Well, it's an outdoor one. It's an outdoor it? one, yeah. So, it's got different tyres. and Yeah. So uh, so we pick up a, you know, a normal standard wheelchair and then I go into hospital. Uh, and I at this stage, I kind of grab a, a face covering uh, to go, because I, I don't want to have an argument. I don't want to kind of, yeah. you know, at this stage, I just want to go and see my wife. Uh, and the well, you know, they'll just literally hand you one if if you go in without it. I've got another story about that. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, so I, I kind of I, I have a mask that I um, that I picked up um, when I had when I saw my hand surgeon. I saw my hand surgeon recently. Um, oh right, a follow on, a follow follow up. Yeah, and they, uh, really? they, they gave me a mask as soon as uh, I, okay. I went I went in there. Just a disposable one. Just disposable, one. but I still had it because I don't want to buy a mask. 
Um, so I still had that. I put that on, went to the hospital, saw Julie. You've not bought a Dellingpod mask yet no, saying, no. we're all going to die on a rainbow. <laughs> the rainbow warrior. Yeah, no, no. I haven't, yeah. I, haven't, I haven't bought that one yet. But yeah, going to hospital and, you know, I, I just wear it because I want an easy life at that stage. And I don't want to put my wife under any kind of, of, course, any, of any more stress. So you, course, you, you just do what they say. Um, just to get out as quickly as possible. Yep. Get her plastered up, um, you know, come back home. And then I went to... Did they mask her? Yes, she had a right. mask as yeah. well. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, which is, it's, it's ridiculous <laughs> because obviously, you know, she's a little bit traumatised. It's not easy yep. to breathe on these things, but no, they shove them on you anyway. Um, and, and I've also been to the big the big Tesco, Serpentine Green, the shopping centre. That's um, uh, and What's the largest Tesco in Europe? I'm not sure if it ever if it is now, but yeah, that's when it was built. I don't know. Um, but I went there, and I and I had a, had a mask with me again. Not not one of so I bought what type of mask. Face uh, covering. Did you take your Spider-Man one? I, <laughs> not on that occasion. Um, I've been taking so for for those, for those of you who are who are listening on audio. Um, I'm just taking off one what of these. What are they called? So this is just a, like a tube of fabric. This is a buff, like a neck gaiter. They call gaiter. That's it. Yes. Yeah. Um, so these are, these are the. If you have to wear a mask, these are by far the most comfortable. Yeah. Because um, so they're around your neck as opposed to around. They're your around ears. your neck, and you can just you can just kind of put them on, and, and they stay on. They're comfortable. Um, I so I've been. Anyone who knows me, I, I've been wearing these around my wrists in summer for years because I've got no hair, and if I'm out in in the outside. I can get sunburn on the back of my neck a lot. This is like a UV. I've got a couple of these that are UV protected. Yep. So if I get too hot, I just stick it on and it protects the back of my neck. So I, I wear these in the summer on my wrist because they're, they're off, if I'm up or outside, you know, I can just kind of quickly put it on. But I, I use one of those to get into Tesco. So there was a man standing outside checking everyone for masks at the time. But I, I, really? I, just, I needed to get some pain. So they were enforcing it? Yeah. I don't, if, I, if I'd have said... I've got a medical exemption. I'm not sure what a, what would have what been said, but I, I again. You just wanted speed. I wanted speed. I wanted to get in, get some painkillers for my wife, get some ibuprofen and some codeine, and then just bugger off back home. Mm. So I didn't. I just wanted an easy life. Other than that, I've been ordering everything online. We get milk. I've had a milkman for twenty years. So you've been avoiding going. I've been avoiding going out. Um, I've been. Uh, we get vegetables. Um, yeah, yeah, you get a vegetable box. We get a vegetable box every week. Before the uh, before the mask rule, I went up and, and my freezer is full of steaks, chicken, pork sausages, you know. So I, yeah. I, I, I got supplies because I don't I don't want to have to wear a you, mask. You panic bought? No, this is not 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 a panicking. This is sensible buying. This is precaution <laughs> precautionary buying. Because um, I don't I don't want to go out and have to wear a mask. I mean, I, yeah, I, I will if I, if I have to. Yeah, as, as you showed for for an easy life. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, I think look, I've laid out in a previous podcast all the reasons why, um, all the reasons why it's, it, I don't want to, and all the reasons why actually, you know, if you if you're going to call it medically speaking for you know hay fever and all this, just anything, even just brushing up against my nose can cause my nose to run. It's like I it's like I have an allergic reaction to just just the presence of anything, um, and then I, I my nose starts running, I start sneezing, uh, whatever. It, it, it I, I find that really difficult, um, and I'll. I'll argue. I'll argue with anything, anyone on 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 that point. Um, I, I I'm I'm ready to just say I have an exemption and, and, and see and see what happens. Um, I've not gone out and bought a, you know a lanyard with it on. I'm, to to me that's well, like having a, that sounds like having a yellow star as far as I'm concerned. So I don't want to do that. I don't want to mark myself. I out. don't want to spend my own money on these things. Either. No, no, uh, and and at the same time. I am marking myself out as being different by just the, by the lack of, of wearing something. Um, but so far, so far I've not worn any kind of face covering. Nice. And I'm, I, I'm, not, I'm not a hero, yeah, like, um, but I have been, um, initially I went to um, our local shops over the bridge, yeah. Um, Benson's. Is that what it's called? Matley shops. Yeah. Well, no, they, they were called Benson's in like nineteen eighty-five. I don't know what they're called now. They were called Ladco. Oh no, this is before Ladco. They were called Benson's. Was it called Ben? I don't remember that. That's, this is just this is the couple of years you have on me now. This was yeah. This is in eighty in eighty-five, I, eighty-six. I know there was Ladco more than anything. Yeah, no, Ladco there, was like that. That was late eighties. But, but even that, exactly, <laughs> even that was thirty years ago. Um, uh, so they're now a post office. 
Yes, Incredibly they are. handy. Now, within five minutes of walking distance from my house, there is a post office. That is incredibly practical for the knock-on effect of not wanting to go in shops and ordering stuff online and needing to return these things. So, because, you, because the experience of going and buying... Well, in fact, it's not even the masks. You can't... Um, changing rooms are closed. So you can't go and change into things and try them on. You've got to buy them and take them away, try them on at home, and then bring them back again. So, like, literally, what's the point in that? So I've been ordering clothes online... I haven't bought clothes for months. Right. Yeah. Well, so Any I, clothes. I, I had been ordering. I'd been, I'd been ordering stuff before anyway. I'd, I'd been slowly converting to this way of thinking, but I, I had been shopping. I'd been going into John Lewis or whatever, and you know, looking at clothes and whatever, and trying stuff on. Uh, I mean, I find it very difficult to buy clothes anyway because of you know, our stature is such that it's difficult to find clothes that fit. Um, but anyway. I, I we're, went we're into fat. return. For our, for our audio listeners, we are tall, tall, tall and slim, and slim yeah. with long arms. Okay. Yes, exactly. So it's, 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 it's arm length. Yeah, um, arm length is a serious problem. Um, and, and the length, the length of shirts and t-shirts. Yes. The number of t-shirts or shirts that you buy, yeah. and you bend over to tie your shoe, shoelaces up, and they ride and they up, pop out of the back. Yeah, yeah. It's just ridiculous. Um, so I was returning some stuff. Uh, only a few days after the mask rule um, kicked in. And I genuinely forgot that this establishment, because it's so small, this local shop, I'd, I completely forgot that I even should have had a mask in there. So I didn't even psych myself up for an argument or anything like that. Uh, that was just a cat knocking something over. Cat. Meg. Thank you, Meg. Uh, so I went in and I've got my returns ready. And I mean... The staff there are hilarious. Bless them. It's a great shop. Um, they always wear their masks like on their chins and stuff. I mean, it's just it. it it's fine. It's fine. Whatever. Um, I was stood in the queue for the post office. I paid for stuff. I had a nice little chat with the woman in the queue just for the regular, um, the regular tills. Uh, and I, I think she smiled at me because <laughs> she had a mask on. But you know, she smiled with her eyes. But she said. Hey, yeah, I'm fine. How are you? We had properly one of those conversations with a random stranger where you, you properly go, how are you? How are you? All of that. I, I didn't have a mask on, but she didn't. I, I don't know whether she just hadn't tweaked or whatever, but she in no way judged me for not having a mask on. I had, I had a, um, not, Which is great. not a similar conversation, but I was chatting with Julie because Julie and I went to, went to hospital again today. Yep. So, you know, I stuck my neck gator on because I just, I just yeah. want an easy life. No, that's fine. And, and I'm, not, I'm totally fine. I'm not here because of me. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, and, and, but I was, I was saying to Julie, one of the things I miss is being able to obviously tell whether people are smiling at me or not. Yes. Um, and there were people and you'd, you'd see, and you'd, you'd almost have to like go out of your way to kind of to nod your head to just random people as, as, though, as, you, as you made eye yes. contact. Because you can't just smile There is no anymore. smile anymore. There's no smile. It's awful. There's no smile anymore. Well, and this is why I wanted to talk about this, because I wanted to talk about what experiences we've had so far and, and, and the changes in, in behaviour as a result. Um, and, and smiling is a big one, because you don't realise how much you smile at people. I think I think it's only just become apparent you don't realise how, how, many, much... how often people smile at you. Yes. So I've been I've been back to uh, to Ladco Benson's whatever you want to call it um, to do more returns and I but I felt much more self conscious that second time because I knew I was going in maskless um, and I mean let's be clear staff didn't care staff didn't care at all uh, the second time I went in which was this week. There, there, everyone in there was masked. There were three or four people there masked. It did feel awkward. It, it definitely felt awkward. And I haven't, I didn't enjoy that experience. Um, I, I, it felt like I was being watched. Um, today was the first time that I went to Little Tesk, uh, our little local Tesco. What were they like? Metro, is it? Or was it, I don't want to, Tesco, don't no, Tesco Express. Well, the difference is I don't know. Anyway, we've got our little Tesco. And the reports I'd had from other people, I've, I've specifically avoided this, because again, I, I didn't want the arguments. I don't, I don't want to get into, I don't want to get into, 
if I can pretend your mask works, you can pretend I'm wearing one. I didn't want to get into it. Yeah, I'd, masks ra- I'd rather give somebody work. else my business. Exactly. I'd rather just order online. Hence online. Yeah. So the day before face coverings came in, I went in there and I bought 10 bags of giant chocolate buttons. <laughs> because because we always have them in our fridge did you know so I go out and buy like 30 steaks and you buy, you buy bags of chocolate oh, Cadbury's giant buttons are, are, are one of the best innovations in food that they've ever been are they, are they, are they better than the bigger Maltesers that you get in, are in, they bigger? In celebra- is it celebrations or one of one of the oh, things? Oh, teasers. They call them teasers. Yeah. Here, miniature heroes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I love those. They're a treat. No, everyone loves those. Teasers are great. They're better than normal Maltesers. Yeah, yeah. sure. A- a- in, the, in the same way that giant buttons are probably better than regular buttons. Giant buttons. I like... Right. <laughs> when you buy... When you buy... <laughs> when you buy a pack of chocolate buttons... Which let's face it now, with the size of hands, they're like these tiny little fiddly little packs because they're for chi- they're for children, and I'm not going to pass any judgment on anyone buying their children a bag of chocolate buttons. But I have, as an adult, had a hankering for chocolate, and 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 I don't know why, but buying a bar of chocolate somehow feels worse than buying a little bag of buttons. So I have on occasion. When you say a little bag of buttons. The normal size, the right. normal okay. not, bag not, not the of big buttons. grab bags of, of. No, these didn't exist before they existed. Before right. they came out with giant buttons, I would, on occasion, to get a chocolate fix, buy a bag of either Cadbury's buttons or the whatever the uh, Milky Bar Kid ones are, the Milky Bar buttons, white chocolate. Oh, white chocolate. Oh, I used to love white chocolate as a kid, didn't you? Love white chocolate. And condensed milk and. Yes, yeah. white supremacy is just coming out now. Got <laughs> a white car, condensed milk, milky bars. Yep, yep, milk chocolate. <laughs> it's all making sense. <laughs> um, but I'll buy a little bar, a, Black a bag. Black chocolate of... matters, okay? <laughs> Shut up. I'm trying to tell my story. But I'll buy a little bar, but they feel they're so fiddly. They're so fiddly, the little, little buttons. Little buttons are fiddly. Again, go, going back to our size, you and I have, have hands that are probably at least one and a half times the size of normal people. So anything, yeah. anything like that is fiddly. Really fiddly. And so you'd end up actually opening the bag of buttons and just chugging them. <laughs> yeah? Because you could just eat them in one mouthful. Giant buttons. I, I do apologise for our listeners. This is, this is boring. <laughs> Innovation. Lost them. <laughs> Innovation in food continues, continues. The sensations, crisps, the different flavours that you can now get on, on, a, on a normal... No one has Walkers ready salted anymore, do they? You, you, you go and you buy these exotic flavours. I still buy salt and vinegar. Salt and vinegar is one of those exceptions, isn't it? People will still have salt and vinegar crisps. Yeah, particularly the Pringles. Yes. Although they're, they're not, I don't know whether they're crisps or not. I think they argued the fact. I'm not, I can't remember whether they won or not. <laughs> Are they a cake? I don't know. <laughs> For that purpose. Just a cake, whether they're a brisket or not. Yeah. Um, but um, but salt and vinegar Pringles. So yeah, I don't know if you, you studied the Pringle. <laughs> but they always, so they're, they're, I think they're sprayed with like the salt and vinegar coating. I don't like salt and vinegar. That's another matter. Right. Okay, well, okay. Whatever, whatever your flavour Pringle. They're yeah. sprayed. So only one side of the Pringle has the flavour. And only one side of the one side tends to have more flavour. Yeah, it's not so, even. No, it's not even at all. So you, there's, there's one side, I think the, the kind of concave side that gets gets the spray. And it's normally one side of the concave side. And you can kind of, if you want to, you can kind of lick that side <laughs> and get a big hit. And sometimes you get, I mean, whether it's just me and I'm like a Pringle kind of server, some, so, so occasionally you'll get ones and they don't taste of anything at all. It's almost yes. like plain. Yes. Sometimes you get them. And they're like, it's like they've, been, they've gone twice through the machine yeah. and they are proper, proper strong. Like, strong. And then after like, you know, like half of a tube or whatever. You or feel like you've been in a vat of salt. You've got this, like this side, this, these parts, the sides of your mouth have gone numb. And like the morning after you're like, oh, this is just, <laughs> that's a, that was a good, <laughs> that was a good Pringle. A good pipe of Pringles. <laughs> so yeah, salt and vinegar is, is the, is the daddy, Great reference the pipe of Pringles. <laughs> Right. 
we were talking about face coverings. No, you talk about food innovations and but only because I bulk bought <laughs> only because I bulk bought giant buttons, giant buttons. Okay, food innovation, innovation in food continues. This is where they try out various different things to see whether or not them they're popular with people, and elevating buttons to adult buttons. That's, I mean, that's what they are. Is it giant buttons are dairy milk buttons? For adults, like, like, I guess, like, like you could you could make the same argument for like chunky Kit Kats as well. I guess, chunky Kit Kats, that was another one. I mean, that was a real thing. That they were popular. They they got popular, didn't they? Chunky Kit Kats, um, and uh, and and the, the, the chunky whispers and all this all this kind of stuff. Whisper Gold was a was a was an innovation in Whisper, where they added the that the, was just caramel. They added the caramel to it. it. Yeah, but we've settled on um, these grab bags that was what you're talking about these, 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 these grab bags of chocolate and there are many many Cadbury's ones now you can get uh, Whisper Bites you can get Twirl I Bites quite like, I quite like the, t- the Twirl ones Twirl but again anyone I... who argues that I, I've had people in my office argue that all Cadbury's chocolate tastes the same and so we then I literally went out and bought a bag of each of them <laughs> and I went there you go and then they're like I can't believe it. They taste different. Whisper is different to Twirl. Is different to Dairy Milk. Whisper has definitely got a distinct. Yeah, they all type, have a different type, edge. Type, type but Twirls, again, I will quite happily open the bag and just chug it in almost one go. So that's a problem. That that is a problem. Now, I when we when in our household we wanted a chocolate fix, um, and that's for all sorts of reasons. It's like, oh my God, you know, we've had a new baby and the baby's crying. I just need chocolate in the house. You know, there's all manner of reasons well, so, why. Okay, so there's a scientific reason why you want chocolate as well. Okay. Because right, so it's the, amazing? Because it's lovely? The two main foods that people eat for comfort. Is it 50% are, fat, 50% sugar? No. Oh. No, no, no. It's chocolate and ice cream. Right. Do you know why? Uh, melting point? Melt in your mouth. Yeah. It's that. It's a nice sensation. Melts at uh, um, uh, uh, body temperature. Yeah. So chocolate and ice cream melt in your mouth, and it's that sensation that makes something about that makes you feel good. So chocolate is if, if you're feeling a bit down, have a chocolate. <laughs> no, seriously, have yeah. a chocolate bar, and you feel you feel a little bit better. It's like a, yeah. it's like a mild antidepressant. So, generally speaking, these bags are one pound something, or if they're on offer, they're on offer. They're a pound, they're aren't a they? Pound. Because I, I do. Or ninety-nine Yeah, I do occasionally buy these. Okay, buy these. Um, they've started doing the double size bags, and if the pound, if the what, if the small bags aren't on offer for a pound, generally speaking, the large bags are on offer the, for two pounds. I haven't seen the large bags, but I. I the large bags exist for the, for the for the buttons. But again, right. <laughs> this is so sad. This is so nerdy. Okay. But when we were when we were just craving some chocolate and we'd buy whatever was an offer, twelve. I mean, a very Cadbury specific, but we would buy twelve or Whisper or even the the the, the World Cup football shaped ones or whatever they whatever they were the lion shaped ones for the football. I haven't even seen those. Whatever was an offer, we'd buy. But I started looking at the uh, at the weight. I started looking at the mass of each bag because they vary. And the only reason I started buying buttons and consistently only buttons was because they have more mass of... So you're getting more chocolate. You get more chocolate for your money. They have 119 grams of chocolate in a bag, in a standard bag of buttons. I hope you're taking note of this. Compared to less than 100 for all of the others. I think there's one other that's 103, but 119, it's like 20%, you get 20% more chocolate in the bag and one button so you this is this is unit of measure time an individual button is smaller than an individual twix uh, uh 12 byte yeah so a byte of twirl or a byte of whisper you, you you can't have a smaller amount of chocolate with any of those your minimum amount of chocolate right but you never just have one button surely that's that, a ridiculous argument that's <laughs> That's to make yourself feel better. <laughs> the concept that you can have one of something, but that you actually go in and have three, it makes you feel like you have. When do you more have three or four? You'd have you must have thirty of these things at a minimum, surely. No, no. So we have we have a bag. We have a permanent bag. Right. Get this. Okay. Here's an argument for you. We put them in the fridge, 
Well, I put them in the fridge. Okay. And that's not but just them in one go. The whole bag? Yes. For us, it's about the, the passing fridge moment. Oh, no, no, no. I keep them in the fridge because they're nice when they're cool and you get that melting in your mouth moment. Because chocolate is nicer when it's, when it's cold. Pass the fridge. Small little finger full. No, they're, they're, only, they're only ever closed in the fridge. And when they get oh, taken out and opened... I'm explaining they get what eaten. happens in our how do you, household. How can, how, how can you leave a bag of these, this delicious food open <laughs> and not eat it? There is an open bag in our fridge all the time. There's another red, a bag ready to go in. Or there's another bag in there already. Right. And it's just, it's a hit. It's the little chocolate hit you get. But the buttons, right. So I've gone through the reasons here. You get more buttons, you get more chocolate mass per pound when you buy the buttons. They do double-sized bags of buttons. And if the small bags on offer, the big bags are. So you can always, always, always get buttons on offer. And there's a third thing. There's a third reason. There's more than just the melting. With the buttons, when you put them in the fridge, you get some, there's a satisfying thing you get about crunching two buttons together in one go. Well, you, you always used to put, make like a sandwich, didn't you, when you were kids? But don't do them as... Don't, right, right, this is important. Okay, I don't know how to quite explain the visuals of this. The button sandwich, which yeah. as you say as a kid, you would always do, the button sandwich. So flat side, flat side to flat side. Don't do that. Do oh, reverse. The way around. Do reverse. Yeah. Okay. Do um. That's do just convex, crazy talk. Convex to convex, convex to flat is also fine, but convex to convex will give you a satisfying crunch, a satisfying snap right. in your mouth. So you get, but it's the same reason as the as the melting. You're not just going for the satisfying melt. You're also going for go for this strange satisfying snap in your mouth. Right. I tell, I, tell you, I tell you, my weakness is, <laughs> is minstrels in these bags. Minstrels are lovely. Yeah. Do you like... Right, what are the ones without the shell? It's another galaxy invention. It's, a ga- it's galaxy minstrels, isn't it? And galaxy... What are they? Counters. Galaxy counters. Have you had those? Don't think I've had those. Minstrels I, without I, a shell. I quite... But I like... But you like the crunch. What? I like the fact that... So, I like both. So, what will happen is... I mean, I'll, let, let's be clear. A bag of these will get eaten in one go. Yeah. But what will normally happen over the course of an evening, I'll be just like reading a book or whatever, and I'll just have a minstrel and I'll just let it melt in my mouth. <laughs> yes. As long as possible. And you get this kind of... You, almost, you never remember Charlie in the Chocolate Factory where you said, like, hey, you like, eat like a tiny bit of ch- this chocolate bar and it lasts it. six months. And you're saving it. So I will savour these things and I'll, I'll take five or ten minutes per minstrel. Uh, until the point, until I have to like go to bed or whatever, in which case I just chug the whole, you know, the rest of the bag. <laughs> oh right, so you do the combination of both. I'll, I'll have a combination of both. So I'll, I'll have right. one where I'll, I'll kind of savor and savor and savor, and then I can't possibly leave these bags and put them in the fridge. So I'll just like crunch them, and at that point I will enjoy, I will enjoy the crunch. Um, With a minstrel, I will, I will either let it, I will, I will suck it until it's white. Do they get white? I mean, I never look at them. <laughs> It, it, you can take all of the colour out of a minstrel. Can you? By sucking on it. Okay. I've never looked at them after I've sucked yeah, on yeah, it Yeah, yeah, check in the mirror, on your tongue, you can check. And then, um, normally what happens is you get it to the point where it starts to break down so that it cracks completely around its edge. Yes. Yeah, and you get, and honestly, you get like a top part and a bottom part, and then you get the bit in it, and they move around, and you get the... Kind of yeah, the bit and then the you middle. can almost, you can almost, you can suck, suck out. Yeah. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> this might not be interesting at all to any. Doesn't matter. Most people have turned off. But <laughs> it's like it's like it's like eating an oyster. It's 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 getting out the instant the delicious insides, and then you're left with just the sugary coating at the end. You can do the same thing with Smarties. Yes, but they're, they're the, the curry minstrel. Totally, <laughs> totally. The only reason I bought those was because I was bulk buying because we have to have them in, in our house and I didn't want to wear a mask. Well, so I, I, I have kind of been bulk buying chocolate. Um, I've been I, looking online to buy these things for the same deals. So I yeah, can so, I, so I like, do, do you like milk or chocolate? Just from a taste oh, point of view. Milk or chocolate's lovely. So you can Can't buy, get it many places. Ah, you can get it from Amazon. Ah, okay. <laughs> and you can buy like Forget a, about milker. Yeah, so you can buy like a big wadge of like 20 of these bars. So I, I've been recently... What I've is been... the unit of measure of a wadge? <laughs> <laughs> I 
20, 20 bars is, is a wadge. Okay. It's like a wadge of cash, um, but yep. it's a wadge of chocolate. Um, so to, uh, 20 bars for like £22. I've been buying recently the hazelnut, the ones with hazelnut in. Whole hazelnuts or you're talking proline? Uh, no, yeah, like, like kind of, yeah. So, so they're so like kind of scattered with, with little, little hazelnut bits. Uh, right. So it is crunchy. Yeah. Right. Very, very, very nice. Again, yes. one bar gets eaten in one go. Yeah. Uh, but you get like this kind of shop type of cardboard box where you kind of take the end off, and <laughs> yeah. pull out a chocolate. So I've in my fridge, and they're perfect for fridges. In like one in my shelves, I've got like a, you know, I've probably got fifteen left so far. Um, I haven't. Eaten... Oh, so you've got this whole thing in your fridge? Of course I have. Yeah. Taking up a shelf. Well, not a whole shelf, but a half a shelf. Yeah. Um, and I've got these big, you know, kind of reasonably big bars. I, I have been eating less chocolate recently because I've been, I've, my six pack isn't quite what it used to be. Um, right. So I, I, I mean, I, I never weigh myself. I have no idea what I weigh. I was, before I broke my arm, I was about 14-ish stone. Um, but I'm, it's visual for you. Yeah, I'm probably like 13 now because I lost a, lost a lot of muscle when I, when I broke my arm. Um now I can't quite. I have to properly tense before I can see any definition. My my six pack. Whereas yeah. you know, so I'm I'm thinking, you know what? And this is just lockdown. It's just lockdown. It's yeah. not doing as much cardio. Yeah. It's not going to the gym. You know, I was working in London. Are you before. having more carbs? Well, I was working in London before lockdown, and I was spending twenty to twenty five minutes walking to the office mm. and back. Um, you so know, just every, every you were just having was, a greater calorie moving more. I probably. I, I don't think I've been eating more chocolate since, but because I haven't been doing as much cardio, mm. you know, I'm not burning off as many calories. Yeah. And the stuff I do down the gym is just lifting weights. You know, I don't really bother. Yeah. Other than the odd bike ride. And again, I used to, I used to go, I used to ride with my mates every week for, yeah. you know, hours at a time. I'm yeah. not really. I'm, I'm going for the odd half an hour ride now. Just not doing as much. So, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of cutting down on the on the chocolate and on on the, on the Pringles. Right. Unfortunately. Right. Um, well, so. Um, we ran out of chocolate today. We went. I have some. If you um, need a chocolate fix, it, well, may, maybe after this, that's fine. But no, my point is, I'm going back to masks. Face right. Okay. Sorry. Bring it back. Um, I had prepared enough to get to this point uh, and not need to go. Um, Caroline had actually been a couple of times. Really not liked having the mask on. Not, not you, at all. You can't, you can't breathe as easily. And, I don't, I don't care and also, again, reporting back the same things about not, uh, not liking not being able to see people's faces, not being able to see a smile, and actually really struggling to hear people speak. I mean, they, you really are muffled um, when uh, and not not being able to hear members of staff if they got them well, on. And and you don't realise it's not it's not only deaf people. Non-verbal that, communication. Yeah, it's not only deaf people that that, that lip read. You and I will lip yeah. read all the time. Yeah. To a certain extent, if you've got people who are mumbling or not speaking clearly. I suffer from tinnitus, and so I I, I do struggle if I, I I do rely in noisy environments. I do rely on a bit of lip speaking or whatever the hell it is yeah. uh, it's called. Um, so we got to today and uh, run out of eggs. We're a big egg eater in our in in our house. We we will we will order um, you know thirty six to forty eight eggs every week. Yes, yeah, so one of our um, neighbours goes to a farm and gets eggs, so oh, we don't need to go to the really, shops to get eggs. Really, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we we whole family eats eggs. Um, so we ran out of eggs and ran out of chocolate. And uh, next delivery doesn't come tomorrow till tomorrow. So I needed to go. And so and so uh, my wife was always like, you need to go on your way back. Uh, and I've been avoiding going to Little Tesco's uh, because I know from everyone who's gone there that no one has ever seen anyone not in a mask at all. And so I've, I've been, I have been dreading it. Um, but I went this afternoon, went at about half past three this afternoon on my way back from work, uh, back, back, way back from the office. And I just marched straight in. I did kind of keep my head down. I, I didn't... I'm not wearing my non-maskness with pride in, in any way. I'm not looking for a fight. I'm not looking for anyone. You're not taking selfies and... and I didn't and... take a selfie. <laughs> I'm not posting selfies. Um, it's a small shop, so it would have to be pretty deserted for you to not be near someone. Like, I don't want to wind anyone up. I, honestly, I'm for the easy life. For the same reason you were saying about you know, wearing masks in situations for the easy life and because it's not about you. I totally, totally get that. Um, but... I did, not only did I not have a mask with me, I I I was I wasn't going to wear a mask, and um, so I I went in, walked past a number of people. You know, there literally wasn't anyone else in 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 the shop without a mask on. Uh, grabbed my stuff, went to the till, just kept my head down, just kept focused. 
I did have my my earphones in actually. I was listening to I was listening to us <laughs> on 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 the podcast uh, and um, uh, that again just because I wanted to compare Vanessa listening. To, well, no, this was specifically pre-lockdown. I want to know what our views were pre-lockdown. I I, yeah, I listen to us because I, I need I I hardly ever do. No, I, I listen I listen to everyone because I want to I I want to you want to check. <laughs> well, I I want to get better. So fair enough. So I listen to so it listen is vanity and, and, for you. For you. Well, yeah, I I kind of. If if I make if I if, if I make any mistakes or I stutter or I do anything badly, then I don't want to do that again. So I try and make a mental admit, note and think, don't do that again. I must admit, I've, as I've been listening to more, I have been making more mental notes about what I do and don't want to do. Um, but I I got in, I grabbed my stuff, I got out. I feel good for having having done that. Um, there's a, there's a certain amount of just needing to lance the boil. I needed to get on the horse again. I needed to get into into a shop. Um, I mean, I've, I've heard that going into Aldi and Sainsbury's and places like this, that to a certain degree, fewer people care that there are more non-mask wearers in, in these places. They aren't the per- there isn't the person specifically um, shopping people on, on the front door or anything like this. But I've just, to be honest, I, I, uh, Big Tesco, I've still not been since March. I've still not been at all. Um, it wasn't like I went there a lot anyway. But I've just avoided going because I didn't want to go. I didn't want to be herded like cattle through a one-way system and be told no, stop, no, don't go near someone. I, I just, not not interested in that. To me, shopping should be an enjoyable experience. It's, it's we 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 up until that point lived in a, in a time where shopping was made an enjoyable experience because you'll buy more if it's an enjoyable experience. In the same reason that going on holiday should be an enjoyable experience. And if you take the fun out of it. I don't want to go on a holiday. So I've avoided stuff like that, but I now have been in a shop. I still haven't worn a mask. Now, I got phoned yesterday because um, it's an, it's been a year since I had my eye checked. Um, did I tell you about the mole on my retina? No. <laughs> did I ever tell you about this? <laughs> I had an, a fairly overzealous optician a year ago, a bit more than a year ago, do the whole, well, yeah, I went for a standard eye check. Uh, you know the thing where they shine the light in the back of your eye and it looks like and, and you can see like it looks like a road map everywhere you can see your retina I haven't had an eye test for about 20 years are you serious? yeah for the health of your eyes you should have an eye check it's got nothing to do with vision as well you, you, you know they need to check the health of your eyes you should go you should go you get it free on your business now oh yeah I suppose you've not been an employee <laughs> now that you're an employee you can get a voucher and you can get it right. for free and, and my eyes have been fine but the health of your there are hidden things that you okay. can tell. Or moles and such, presumably. <laughs> well, so normally they go, right, look left, look right, look up, look down, and you see the, as I say, the, the, the ordnance survey map of the back of your eye. You, you can then see everywhere as they're, as they're shining this light in. And this person took it ages. Kept looking, kept asking me, and I was like, well, this isn't good. You're, you're clearly trying to look at something here. And then I got the, hmm, at the end of it. And I was like, oh, here we go. I'm going to refer you, yada, yada, yada. Got referred to an eye specialist. Uh, and then I went to a different clinic. Had, had eye drops that make your pupils like saucers. Okay? In order they can see more easily the back of your eye. But it lasts for hours. It was horrible. I couldn't... So you have to have sunglasses on, presumably, because the light must just... It was awful. Yeah. I had to, so I couldn't drive. Had to be picked up. But I, I felt oh, dizzy. I. I couldn't. Sorry, you keep saying I. <laughs> yes, um, but I couldn't. I couldn't see. Uh, I, it was too too much. Even being inside with normal light like this, it was it was just too much. Um, but I had the phone call saying it's been a year. It got checked out. It was just a mole. Turns out you can have a mole on your retina. Turns out you can have a mole pretty much anywhere. And some people get a mole on their retina. I've got a mole in my retina. It should be fine, but we'll check you up in a year's time. So I've had the phone call for that, booked it in for next week, and then they started listing all of the rules. And I, like, I'd booked this in, and I'm, I'd, I'd forgotten. You know, you forget about this stuff. And the, the only thing I'd remembered was, I'm going to need to not drive and get picked up, and I'm going to not just need an hour. I'm going to need a few hours afterwards. I'm not going to be able to have any meetings or phone, you know, maybe some phone calls, but I'm not going to be able to have any video calls or anything like that, because I'm going to have this horrible stuff that's keeping my, my pupils dilated um, 
I've had the letter now confirming as well. You have to wait in the car park. You're not allowed in. You have to wait in the car park to, you have to, you turn up, you phone them to tell you you're there, but then the waiting room is the car park. Now I waited for over an hour last time to go in. So I've no idea how long I'm gonna be waiting for in the car park. You've got to be wearing a face covering. Um, you're not allowed to use the toilets. You've got, it literally says in the letter, use your own toilet before you arrive. Relieve yourself before you arrive, before you come. You, you, can't, you can't use the toilet. Have you told them to sod off? I haven't, because this is one of those situations. I, I, I don't know what to do in this situation, because I want my eye checked to check it's not, you know, this mole hasn't developed into you something globally cancerous. You can go 20 years and it'll be absolutely fine. I wouldn't worry about it. Well, so this is the other thing. The, 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 the doctor, the ophthalmist, op, 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 ophthalmist, yeah, said you might have had this since you were born. You might have always had this and just no one's ever picked up on it. Um, but now that we have, we should check to see if it changes. In the, any, any mole on your skin, you should check if it changes. Um, so I don't know. I don't know whether to turn up and say, entering this medical establishment for health reasons, I'm not wearing a mask. They'll probably just say you're not coming in. So I think I need to be ready with some kind of face covering. Um, but that is the only situation I think that I'll, that I'll have one. So I have looked up the Delingpod shop. For the the Rainbow Warrior, there's another one as well with the the, the metal the mask. Fence. And it's, it's like it's like a grid, isn't it? Yeah, it's like yeah. a barbed wire fence, and then there's, there's the virus chuckling, saying, "Oh, I'm never going to get through that." Or, yeah, exactly. So I don't know a mask. I don't know whether to do that, but again, the confrontation you have, bearing in mind you're dealing with medical people who've <laughs> maybe in this situation not got your life in your hands, but. They can make your life uncomfortable. Yeah, you probably don't want to antagonise those people. This you? is it. I could lend you my Spider-Man mask that just has the eyes. Just has the eyes. <laughs> so I it. said to you, I think, I don't know if I did it on the podcast, like, if, if you're going to wear a face covering, then to me it should be the Spider-Man mask. But you can't just wear the mask. You've got to wear the full <laughs> head to toe and you've got to dive in. You've got to kind of walk around like you're, because otherwise surely it would look ridiculous. But I, mean, anyway, I, have, I, have, I have one of these neck gazes I've got is like a like a skull kind of mouth. That's the one right. I've been using, um, which uh, it just looks a bit a bit kind of freaky. Um, but it's just it's just a bit it's just a bit of a laugh. But but you've had you've had your NHS experience and uh, uh, you know, because of the accident your wife had and you and you masked up. I'll probably wear something. Um, I, yeah, I probably will wear a gaiter or something like that. I, I, the other, I'm, I'm just, I'm just worried though, because, because I wear, because I wear this on my wrist. I'm worried that Pete and I've, I've worn these on my, as I said, I've worn these on my wrist for years because they're really handy for stopping the back. Might, I mean, yeah, I don't know whether I, I might be slightly fairer skin than you, but the back of my neck burns. You were born all, blonde. Yeah, and I think I was born ginger. Nah, you were blonde. I mean, I wasn't how do you, there. How do you I wasn't know? there, but we've got photos. Yeah, but I definitely had, apparently I had ginger hair. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, for like a, a month or something, and then it just fell out and then you grew back blonde. You were a ginger? Originally. I used, to have, I, used to have, I used to have ginger hairs in my beard. Fortunately, the white has now overtaken the ginger in my beard. I know, yeah. It's I mean, the only good thing about grey hair. Yeah, so, I mean, so my beard started going grey in my early to mid-twenties, I think. Yeah. And uh, it was great because it was just like the ginger, Covering went, the ginger. went white. Well, not grey, it went white. Yeah, uh, went, went went white first, uh, but anyway, um, so I, I, I kind of you know the, the back of my neck can get can get burnt quite easily, so I I kind of wear these on my wrist yeah. because it's just easy to kind of stick yeah. on, protect my neck. I'm worried now that people think I'm wearing it because it's like a convenient, or I'm wearing it on my wrist it's because it's a convenient it's a face convenient mask. You know, you saw have you seen um, Brett Weinstein on like he's been on Rogan on a couple yes. of podcasts where he's got his little. It's not a, it's not a gaiter, it's, it's a bandana. But he makes a point of saying, "Yeah, I wear this because I can easily put it up and put it down and put it up and put it down." It's like, I'm I'm not this is Which not is the this. complete opposite of what you're supposed to do with the face covering. Isn't it? You're not supposed to touch it, you're supposed to take, put it on, you're supposed to then take it off and wash it. I mean, it, it what he was describing because yeah, I've watched I've I've listened to that edition of Rogan. And what he's describing is specifically what they guide you against doing in the UK and I'm sure in in other places as well. But I have been tempted to get and, and buy, I don't have any bandanas, I'm sure you have, but I don't have any bandanas. To, tempted to buy a proper red cowboy style bandana. Oh, yeah. And 
a hat and boots and a holster and a fake gun and everything because and, and spurs and and the lot because again if I'm going to be wearing a face covering I want to be in character I want to walk in and like you know walk in in that cowboy style kind of well I was I was thinking I mean so I mean just, just while we're talking about hats you know those those kind of the, the Australian ones with the corks yeah they're probably just as effective <laughs> as, as a mask um, but I, I was thinking about well it. I said a dunce's hat was as effective as a mask well I, I was I was thinking that if I was going to if I was going to wear a mask and if I was properly troubling I want one of those Zorro ones that just covers the eyes <laughs> they told me I had to wear a mask so well you, you no go, because go, the regulation says a covering a face covering that covers your nose and your mouth so yeah you're not wearing and this is where I, I, because most people haven't read it, I have been tempted to get the classic medical mask, but just like wear it over my head or something. <laughs> I've seen, so I've seen, I've seen people, I've seen people wear two. So like one, I saw the video. One over the nose. The video with the, the guy who's eating. The guy's just eating in between. That's genius. genius. Where he just goes. <laughs> I mean that that is that is very funny. That is very funny. Yeah. But yeah, I I am. I'm not going out there trying to, you know, show up everyone and saying, look, you know, I'm waving the flag for no masks and all this kind of stuff. Hats They're off, useless. Hats, so hats off to people who do, you know. Yep. You know, the, the, you know. I might do a set. Look, if I go to a larger store and there's not very many people around, then I might do a selfie and you'll see it pop up on, pop up on Twitter. Um, I'm, I'm ready, but I, I know the regulations. I know in the same way that I prepped for being outside of my house and having a good reason. Well, we can, I am going to be non-masked and I'm going to have a good reason. We could always we could always try going to a few stores in, in the area and see what they do. Well, we could go together. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. We could go to Waitrose and we could go to the supermarket. We could test out all our major supermarkets. Yeah. Yeah, we could do. We could do that. See what happens. Yeah, but that's that's been my that's been my mask experience. And that's yeah. Just one, one other thing as well, while we're talking about masks, I, and I said I had a, a small anecdote about the hospital. Mm. On one of the other times, I took Julie, because I, I remember saying to her, um, I'm not going to wear a mask, because I want to pick one up. Because, I'm, I, you know, I, I, all, this, all of this is paid for through my tax pounds anyway. Oh, I see, so you want one free. I don't want to have, I don't want to have to ever buy a mask. I've got one of those disposable ones that I, that I got when I saw my hand surgeon. Yep. But it'd be nice to have another one spare. So I'm going to wander in and they'll give me a mask on the door. Yep. Okay, just, Stewie's just got a mouse in his, in his mouth. Oh, really? Yeah, that's a mouse. I think it's a lot. Uh, no, I think it's dead now. I think it's dead. Yeah. But, uh, we might have to win the podcast he's, soon. He's got a specific cry that he uses to when say, When he says, I've got a Look mouse. at me, I've got a mouse. Um, and it's unusual for him to normally make. Meg. Meg, Meg brings in two or three a day at the moment. Really? It must be mouth season. I mean, yeah. you're quite close to the woods here. Yeah, we are. So that's um, one of the things, isn't it? Yeah. So our I've listener, got a mouse, I've got a mouse. <laughs> if you can hear a, a, a cat squealing, it's because, in fact, I think I might be a shrew. Um, yeah, and he's just no, no, chucking no, he's playing, he, Normally though. he plays with it, he'll throw it up in the air and, and he'll probably bring it over here as a gift. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I said, look, I'm not going to wear a mask because yeah. I want to get another one. If I need to wear them in shops or I need to get you painkillers, I don't have to... I'm not going to spend money. Don't you want? Don't you mask. want the same disposable mask to get dirtier and dirtier and screwed up in your pocket? And you just, you pull it out and you pull on this horribly stained, yellowed, browned mask to put on. If it was on, if, if it was on the outside, but I don't really fancy actually putting that in <laughs> my mouth. So I thought I'm going to get another one. Yep. So I, we went into hospital. Julie had a, a mask and she wasn't bothered. Um, and I, I and there were guys on the outside checking, and I said, "Look, I don't have a mask. Can, can, do you have any?" No, just go go over to um, go over to the mask services to the fracture clinic, and I'll give you one more there. So I had to walk through, walk right through. through the hospital all the way without a mask. They didn't they're, even provide you with one. No, not on the door. That's hilarious. So they're, they're not really. They're not. They're not enforcing follow, it. Following their own rules. This is in a hospital. You know, and if if masks work. That, that would be the one place that they should probably, you know, sick people. Bearing in mind what we've said about them spreading in hospitals. Yeah. Because people are vulnerable. Yeah. Again, I, 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 I would kind of sympathise with that view of I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mask up if there's the chance of saving someone who's very vulnerable. But 
the people just walking around in the in the street and whatever it's just it's just nonsense yeah. right i think we should probably end our uh, our rambly and special rambly edition of uh, of sounding board especially because it's time thank to you, deal with thank you you're a good boy good boy thank you so much for bringing us a mouse You've been listening and watching Sounding Board. You can go to soundingboard.com for all our previous editions. Subscribe, share. We're on all your favourite podcast apps. We're on YouTube. You can click on the little bell thing to be informed of whenever we do a video as well. I'm sure you love seeing us. But if not, you love listening to us. Please share us with all your friends. And we'll see you next time.